Welcome to the Ultradent Products Podcast. Today's guests are Dr. Rich Tuttle from Ultradent's R&D department and Kim Blyweiss, Ultradent's endodontic sales manager. They will be discussing resin-based root canal sealers and resin susceptibility to free radicals. Hello, I'm Rich Tuttle. And I'm Kim Blyweiss. Once we've cleaned and shaped the canal space using the Ultradent EndoEase AET system, we can microstructurally replicate the canal space when we obturate it using our products. Can you tell us something about the sealer that we have and about the gutta perch that we use with it? Uh, sure. The uh, EndoRes sealer is a, is a true resin sealer. Um, it's a UDMA resin sealer. And uh, as far as resin chemistry goes, this, this resin is actually somewhat hydrophilic. Um, in other words, resins traditionally you know, are hydrophobic. They do not like water. They don't like to be in the presence of water. However, this material is specifically designed so that uh, um, a moist canal, um, uh, not a totally desiccated canal, is much better for this material. Um, having some moisture in the tubules um, actually makes the uh, endores penetrate and absorb, absorb into the tubules, and uh, it, it leads to a much better uh, seal as far as the root canal um, obturation. What kind of dentin tags are, are we getting with that? Um, there have been um, dentinal tags that have been measured by uh, a group of researchers in Belgium, uh, Paul Lambrix and his group, that have found that uh, w- there's penetration of up to 1.2 millimeters deep inside the dentinal tubules. Would it be fair to say because of the hydrophilic nature of this stuff, you don't have to use any kind of condensation whatsoever to fill anastomoses and accessory canals? That's true. I have doctors ask me all the time, do I need to use lateral condensation or vertical condensation with this material? And, and you don't um, need to use any condensation at all with this material because, because the endores itself penetrates into the tubules and bonds onto the dental surface. And then um, in the center of the tooth, we use a resin-coated gutta percha that actually bonds onto the endores um, in, the, in the center core of the tooth. Now that being said, if somebody wants to use endores as their sealer of choice with whatever obturating system, can it be adapted? Uh, yes, it can be adapted to other types of systems. Um, in other words, uh, doctors you know, ask if they, if, they want, if they want to use lateral condensation, can they? And my answer to that is, sure, you can laterally condense. Um, even though I don't believe it's necessary, it, w- it would not change the outcome if you did uh, laterally condense. And if you like to use uh, another type of obturation material like uh, Obtura, for instance, or a flowable gutta percha, um, you could also use that material. Um, however, you probably wouldn't want to fill the canal totally with endores before injecting a uh, flowable gutta percha because uh, you would overfill the canal. In that case, you'd probably want to use the uh, endores um, by coating the walls, like with a Navi FX tip or a Lentulo spiral or a paper point to just coat the walls and then inject the flowable gutta perch into the canal. As a side note, what is the FX tip? A Navi FX tip is a tip that's specifically designed to be able to um, deliver a chemical down through a very small cannula that's a size 30 gauge into the canal system 
And at the same time, it has some very small nylon fibers that are actually um, attached to the metal cannula that allows you to be able to scrub the walls of the canal and uh, remove debris and also deliver materials. What's unique about the delivery and mixing system of EndoRes? Um, EndoRes comes in a what we call a two-spent syringe, which is basically a, a syringe that has an A and a B side, in other words, a catalyst and a base side. And uh, the material um, is pushed through a mixing tip, um, which uh, allows the material to be mixed very well as it comes, as it comes out of the two-spent syringe. Um, and then the material is placed in a very small uh, syringe that is 0.5 milliliters, called a skinny syringe, and the material is actually placed inside the canal space with a tip called a navi tip, which is a very small 29 or 30 gauge uh, steel annealed cannula that allows you to place any of these materials, including endores, anywhere in the canal system. Does endores require a primer? Uh, Endores does not require a primer. It's actually self-priming. The chemistry and technology um, self-primes uh, on the dentinal walls. The only thing that, that really helps penetration uh, into the dentinal tubules is a final rinse with EDDA to remove the smear layer and open up the dental tubules. Why has Ultradent decided not to use a primer with their system? Um, because uh, primers... Um, or something that you need to you put in an open canal, and a canal that has been instrumented and yet has nothing else in it. And if you place a primer into an open canal, there's no way to control how much of this liquid um, actually leaves the canal and goes into the periodontal ligament or into the um, periapical tissues in the bone. And so Ultradent believes that it's not a, a great idea to put chemicals um, like HEMA, which some primers use, um, into an open canal, um, and those primers may go into the bone and may cause irritation or other problems. With this technique, how is the uh, gutta percha recommended to be inserted into the canal? Uh, the master cone of, uh, of the master resin coated gutta percha cone our endores cone is actually fitted to the apical seal just like traditional gutta percha is fitted. In other words, it's fitted to the size of your apical file and um, uh, with apical tugback. Um, the master cone, after it's fitted, um, is then placed in the canal after the endores is um, injected into the canal and uh, the master cone then is slowly and passively slid into place so that it seats at the apical stop. Um, and after that, then two or three accessory cones, size 25, are just lightly harpooned into the extra space into the, uh, around the uh, master cone. What is it that's unique about Ultradense Endo-Res Gutta Percha? As we know, gutta percha is an inert isoprene rubber that does not bond or has never bonded to any dental materials. What's different about this resin-coated gutta percha is that our chemists at Ultradent were able to take the actually the isoprene rubber uh, backbone molecule of gutta percha and they were able to bond a UDMA resin um, onto the backbone of this gutta percha. In other words, uh, this, the, there is a very thin resin coating that is bonded onto the gutta perch itself. 
This very thin resin coating is actually very similar in chemistry to the endo-res sealer. And therefore, this resin coating actually bonds to the endo-res. Um, so when you finish the obturation, you have gutta percha in the center. A resin coating is bonded to that gutta percha. And then the resin coating is also bonded to the endo-res. Then the endo-res is bonded to the dentinal tubules. And then all of that is bondable to a resin uh, restoration, so you have basically a monoblock, which seems to be one of the new buzzwords that's going on. That's correct, and that's one of the main reasons you really don't need to have um, lateral condensation or any or vertical condensation, because all these materials are all bonded together into one unit. Is there any special consideration for irrigants when you're using this resin? Uh, there is. Um, like all true resins, this resin is, is susceptible to free radicals. Um, in other words, uh, free radicals um, are the way most resins, or the way all resins polymerize. And so if you introduce free radicals into um, this system when the endores is polymerizing, um, the free radicals can actually stop the polymerization process and the material may not set. Uh, and the main free radical that is a problem with this is uh, oxygen. Uh, in other words, you wouldn't want to use a peroxide-containing lubricant or a carbamide peroxide-containing lubricant or any other peroxides as irrigants uh, while you're using this system because excess oxygen left in the canal may inhibit the polymerization and, and the total set of the endores. Quite often we see puffs come out the apex. Uh, some schools of thought feel that's very desirable. But if you get a puff of the endores out the apex, how is that addressed? Uh, this UDM, UDMA resin is, is very bi biocompatible. In fact, UDMA resins have been used in the, in the human body uh, since right after World War II. Um, orthopedic surgeons have been using UDMA resins as bone cements um, in orthopedic surgery for th over 30 years. Um, and this resin is also very biocompatible, um, causes little irritation, and, and obviously nobody wants to have an, an overfill. Uh, like you mentioned, some people believe that a puff is good because then you have a better seal. Um, and the nice thing about this resin is that um, it is biocompatible, causes no irritation, and it is bioabsorbed by the body very easily. And so um, even if you do uh, get an overfill, um, the, the bioabsorbability of this material um, means that the material will be eaten up by the macrophages and giant cells of the body and uh, will eventually uh, disappear. Any problems with post-operative sensitivity? I have found no more post-operative sensitivity with this material than any other sealer. Um, I think the majority of post-operative sensitivity that people have usually comes from over-instrumenting the canal um, and or pushing materials out, or materials, not materials, but pushing bacteria and debris out of the canal during the instrumentation process, not from the sealer itself. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. For a full archive of Ultradent's podcasts, please visit podcast.ultradent.com. If you have ideas or suggestions for an upcoming podcast, please send an email to ultradentnews at ultradent.com. Mm -hmm.